In today's episode, I'm interviewing Leanne Brennan from Epic Bones. Leanne is a gifted illustrator and mindset leader living in North Carolina with her husband and two children. She creates sensitive, whimsical art to help unblock limiting beliefs so we can reach our true potential. Through the practice of gentle achievement, Epic Bones celebrates the non-linear, slow, unknown path of following the heart. She focuses on compassion for the imperfect and rallying around showing up versus end results. Epic Bones encourages us all to let go of the outcome and embody the person that lives in the future vision we hold and to invite the unexpected, magical things into our lives. Welcome to the Rare Conversations podcast. I'm Leonie Milano and I chat with creative entrepreneurs and business owners around the world about what it takes to start, sustain, scale and sell a business. We talk about real life scenarios to help you understand the path before you and to inspire your own journey. I transitioned from working in film, TV, and global events to working with creative entrepreneurs through mindset coaching and mentoring. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs embrace the journey, understand themselves better, accelerate their growth, and get the most out of life, making sure they have a hell of a lot of fun along the way. Epic Bones. Leanne Brennan, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on. I have been so intrigued by your journey um, easily for the past few months since I came across your amazing business. Um, Why don't you tell us, I guess, straight off the bat, tell us how um, it all came about. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Well, it's been a winding journey for not that long, actually. It started in January of this year. So we're almost coming up on a full year of me starting this business out of thin air. Um, it really started with me wanting to to be creative uh, while I had my baby. Mm-hmm. So I learned from my first child that I got really depressed when I didn't have a creative project going. Mm-hmm. So while I was in the process of trying to conceive and get pregnant, I said, okay, I'm going to set up a project before my son arrives so that I'm ready to go and I can just jump right into something creative. So I started painting actually with acrylic paint and did a different subject matter and, you know, kind of played around. And eventually once I was getting closer to my son being born, I realized acrylic paint and the setup of that was too much. So I switched to digital drawings on Procreate on my iPad and made all these rules for myself um, that I would just do black and white. I would pick one character and that would be me. And I would pick a theme that, you know, some was something of interest to me. And I was reading a lot of books on mindfulness and mindset work and manifestation. And I was basically just drawing every day what I was learning and how I was internalizing um, all this knowledge that I was ingesting. And that is it amazing. started. Yeah, it was really, really implementing it. Yeah, yeah. Because the way I learn is through drawing. And it's actually something I've done since a kid, I was always doodling on the side of my page to kind of understand, like, what are we talking about with physics? What's going on? And, you oh, know, wow. history class? Yeah, I was always drawing it. That's just how I learned. So I guess I'm taking that into adulthood. <laughs> so, so it's um, a bit like the people that when they're in those meetings, they're sketching 
Yeah. What, yeah, you know, exactly. That, that, you know, that career, I'm not sure what they call that actually. Yeah. I don't know what it's called either, but. I but you were already about. doing it all the way through. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pioneer and whatever that is called. Yeah. The live drawing. I mean, you, um, the drawings are so lovely. That's what caught my eye. They are, you know, they're simple, but they're really beautifully done. They're not exactly, I mean, they're simple, but I wouldn't call them simple at the same time, if that makes sense. I mean, I couldn't draw anything like, I can draw a stick figure, but um, nothing, nothing like that. And so when you say that you are going to have another child that you just knew you would feel like that was that because you'd had two before and you had the same experience so you kind of were conditioned to it in a way yeah I had I had my first child my daughter and I was working at the time so I was working full-time as a motion designer slash video producer at an innovation consultancy I was, you know, very creative and happy there. Um, but I left my job when my daughter was seven months to be a stay-at-home mom with her. And I just slipped into just this terrible depression, really. I I lost my identity. You know, I had wrapped my self-worth around my career. Mm-hmm. And without it, I just I didn't know what to do with myself. And, um, you know, it was very confusing. It took a couple years to come out of that and realize, you know, I need to do something for myself with my creativity. And, you know, it's, it's going to be different than what I thought, because I've got to manage it while I'm caring for this child. Mm. And it took a long time to come to terms with that, that I couldn't have this dedicated eight hours of time during the day to make work. It had to be in these little five minute spurts of time that was new to me. Um, so oh, yeah, wow. it took a couple a years of, of figuring that out. And um, I came out of that on the other side, you know, doing well and starting to be creative again. So I, I took that learning from, okay, that was a rough road with this first journey with this child. I need to really make sure that I set myself up for success when I had my second child. So now my son is 15 months old and I had that project ready to go before he was born. Yeah, that's amazing. That I mean, you planned ahead to make sure yeah. you were ready, ready for a dip. Yeah, um, exactly. I saw it coming and it didn't look anything like what I'm doing today. It was just mm-hmm. that I had a dedicated space. I had my drawing table in the living room in the middle of all of our stuff because I knew I couldn't sneak away somewhere and right. have me time. I knew it had to be out in the open because I was caring for these kids all day. Mm-hmm. So I had this dedicated space and I had started something creative and it morphed and changed. It's a different style. It's a different theme. Um, but it was set up for me to have a place to go to. That's, that is a really awesome idea. And the whole thing of shifting, I can imagine uh, going from really busy in a job that's very demanding. I used to work in the film industry and it's really demanding to go from that to staying at home. I think, yeah. you know, when people had to stay at home in during the pandemic this past, what are we, almost two years now, mm-hmm. I think that's happened with a lot of people as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge transition and no one really 
prepares you for it. Um, and then you have the kids for- on top of that, right? So it's not right, just right. staying at home. It's looking after this little human that needs your attention all the right. time. Yeah, I was not prepared for motherhood and what that meant. And I think the reason why is because I had been groomed my whole life to be, you know, the best of my career. You know, I did really well in school and then I went to an amazing art college and then I got all these fancy careers and I was always told like, you're doing so great. You can do anything. And no one ever told you how that changes once you have a child and, you know, you intellectually know it's going to be different, but you don't Mm. really know until it happens. And that's what all of this art is. You know, it's all me just really figuring out who am I now and how do I, you know, like this drawing behind me, how do I jump off this cliff into the unknown of a personal project in this new way? You know, this is, I love that one. Yeah. all this art is really me just figuring myself out and how to be creative and prosper in this, in this new way. So you figured it out. You literally just kept taking a step every single day, regardless of what it looked like and kept going. And you do have the background, an incredible sounding background in the arts. So all of the training. So what if... And, and there's so many people, I have friends who have gone through depression as well when they've had kids. So what kind of things could they do if they're not, I don't know, if they're not an illustrator? I mean, I, I think yeah. a lot of people aren't. But your cards, can you talk a little bit about these incredible cards that you have made in a series? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, to go back to your original question, The reason I was able to do all these drawings is because I gave myself a 100 day challenge Mm -hmm. and I made this container for myself, this energetic container and said, okay, if I can make a drawing a day for actually, I said 30 days initially, I said, if I can make a drawing a day for 30 days, I'm going to feel really good about myself and I'm going to learn, you know, what I'm kind of doing here and my style is going to unfold and I'm going to learn what theme I'm interested in. And when I got to 30 days and saw all these drawings stack up, I said, Ooh, I can, I can up that to 60. And when I got to 60, I said, Ooh, I can up that to a hundred. And going through that 100 days was just really transformative for me. I learned so much about myself. I learned, I let the art kind of inform what I was creating. During that time, I started my business, which I didn't expect really. I just, did you have a list? Did you have like, did you have a list of like, how would you even know what you were going to draw? Did you intuitively just every single day come up with an idea? Yeah, actually, it started with reading Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way. Mm -hmm. And in there, in that book, she talks about morning pages, which is basically a brain dump of journaling. So So I would do that. I would have my six-month-old baby kind of crawling all over me at five in the morning, you know, and I have my coffee. I'm on the floor. I've got my little journal. And I just started free journaling. And I found myself just kind of channeling these messages and doing little sketches in the morning. But a lot of times, actually, the ideas came to me on a walk or 
you know, when I have the stroller out with my son and my daughter, we're going for a walk or in the shower or while I was washing dishes, something kind of monotonous mm-hmm. like that, I would get this flash of an idea, which would usually be inspired by an audiobook or podcast that I had been listening to earlier that day, which was a visualization of a concept that I had learned in a book or podcast. And this image would come to me and I would immediately grab my phone and write it down. I had this little running notes um, page for these Mm -hmm. ideas and I would just write it down, just like a quick little explanation of the visual because I knew I would lose it in another second if I didn't write it down. So I actually had a list to pull from of all these little ideas for images and, you know, for this one, the, the notes would say, like, woman diving off cliff, water says unknown. And I would remember, like, But you oh, would know, you, you get what the picture is, right? Right, right. And, like yeah, because a lot of times when I sat down to actually draw, I wasn't inspired. I didn't have an idea. So I had to kind of pull from that list. Mm-hmm. So, again, you, can't, you set yourself up. So you yeah. had something, which is exactly. awesome. Exactly. Yeah. And in the first, how long did it take before you got to the style that you have now? How would you describe that style? I mean, is it just a particular type of artistry? Because yeah. I think you probably have many styles. I do. I, I dabble in a lot. Um, but for this one, with the black and white images, I it was really just about creating rules for myself, something that I could do quickly and easily while, you know, holding a baby and having an iPad on a pile of pillows, which is really what I did. (laughs) And, you know, in these little chunks of time, just kind of chipping away at these drawings. And um, so the, the circumstances kind of shaped the style really for me. And um, I would just describe it as, you know, whimsical, lighthearted, simple black and white illustrations. Um, they're very cartoony, but again, very sensitive. There's this mm. you know, very gentle quality to them where they're really communicating these ideas around overcoming self-doubt and really pushing through our resistance to manifest a new life. Yeah, um, they're very empathetic. They're, um, I, they're so striking. They're really beautiful. So- Thank you so much. Yeah. So from those drawings, it was after that 100 day project, Mm -hmm. I gave myself a little rest. I had a couple months and then I, I realized that I was using the drawings as a tool for myself. I would go back and look at them and kind of ruminate on them and journal about, you know, how is this applying to my life today? So for this one, jumping off the cliff, this is really about, you know, getting out of our comfort zone. And I would look at that one and say, you know, like, am I getting out of my comfort zone today? You know, how am I being bold? You know, what am I doing Mm. to push myself? And I realized I was using them in this way to kind of challenge myself. And that's when the idea for the affirmation deck came, because I realized, you know, it's one thing to have a print on the wall. But to have a tool where you could pull a card every day and really ask yourself this question, how powerful would that be? So I decided to do another 100 day challenge because Mm -hmm. I realized at this point that I can't get anything done unless I have this sort of accountability (laughs) set up Right, right. for me personally. So in June, I did a 100 day challenge and I invited other people to join me. Mm-hmm. And I made the affirmation deck in that three months. 
Oh, that's amazing. So what were the what was the first lot? I, I think probably very experimental, right? For the cards? You, or- yeah. Uh, well, no, for your first 100 days, was it quite experimental? You didn't have that deck like, okay, now I can make this into something. You, oh, yeah. You were the, just doing it. The first it. challenge, it was just just letting these images kind of channel out of the ether and getting them down on um, on the page, if you will. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just really exploring and finding myself and just really remembering the joy of creating and just feeling that productivity every day was just so crucial, you know, on the days when it was just baby crying and diapers and laundry and cooking to know that every day I was going to complete a drawing, I would live for that. You know, that would just give me energy and to just have that satisfaction of posting on Instagram, the new drawing. Uh, It was just, it was so exciting for me and it really got me through that tough time. So the first challenge was really just about exploring, finding Mm -hmm. myself, finding the style, letting it kind of inform what I was building and then the second challenge was taking those drawings that I had already made and mm-hmm. forming them into this product, which is now the Affirmation Deck. Uh, what an incredible journey. It's so amazing. And the, what were the people doing in the challenge? Were they creating just whatever they wanted? Oh, this was the unexpected part. So I did not expect so many people to join me. I thought maybe five or 10 people would join me. I had 143 people do the wow. challenge with me. Wow. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, it Did was they so all last? Fun. What's that? Did they all last through the 100 days? Not everyone, but a lot yeah. of more people than I thought. I think That's a solid amazing. like 50% really finished and said it was wow. the first time that they had actually finished a challenge like this because we were doing it together. You know, I was leading this Facebook mm-hmm. group. I was posting my struggle every day. I built this strategy for us to have a cop-out day, um, so which was kind of like a light, lesser version of our goal right. that we could do when we were too tired. So we had all these built-in you know, safety nets, and we were supporting each other along the way. And there was so much variety in the group. It was so fun. There were people wow. who were doing a walk every day, people who were meditating every day, people oh, who so it was anything posting. it was anything yeah so mm-hmm. one person did a podcast every day one person uh, made a children's book that she had had in her attic for 20 years she had this <gasps> sketch of a book and she finally finished it in the challenge it wow. was incredible so lots of variety and we just we had fun and we pushed each other and it was just incredible so how did you feel like for your health wise whilst going through it where you were okay or did you still have days that you thought okay it's coming back I can feel it a little bit or you were yeah um I think you know we all have those days but Mm -hmm. I think at this point I'm just so energized by what I'm doing and I feel like I found my purpose and that it just lifts me up and I look forward to every day now and I just, you know, and the slogging grind of taking care of the kids and, you know, doing all the house tasks that come with that. 
I know that I have this thing like running in the background that I can come to every day and just chip away a little bit, you know, every day and it's building and I can feel that energy. And that is really just, it's everything for me now. It really is just changed my life. Yeah. Having that one thing that you get to do because Mm -hmm. we hear all the time that, you know, especially moms, they just put themselves last and you know, they don't end up feeling great. And I don't know, maybe you could do a challenge for mothers. I I know I was thinking that, but it's actually interesting because now the tables have turned. I'm actually the one who is working full-time and my husband is out with the kids. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. We've switched roles. So I'm uh, back to freelance uh, for motion design and uh, animation And my husband is now the stay at home dad. So now I'm figuring out a whole new way to fit this business in while working a full time job and, you know, being present for my family. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's interesting. I've, I've gotten to see both sides of how do you make this work while you're getting other stuff done. Oh, wow. I can't believe you're doing a full time job as well. (laughs) Hey, everyone. I'm jumping in here to let you know about a great little campaign we're doing at the moment in the lead up to Christmas. It has been a pretty challenging almost couple of years and we wanted to see what we could do to help small businesses around the world get a little bit more visibility. So we started a grassroots campaign with creative entrepreneurs and solopreneurs in mind and built an online Christmas directory so shoppers can come and support you this festive season. This is a free service and we'd love to invite you to join us. And if you feel like you could do with a little more help, we have for a very limited time, a small program to help you refine some of your processes and get questions answered on how you can improve your business. You can find out all this information on our website at www.leonimilano.com or message us on Instagram at leonimilano, spelled L-E-O-N-I-M-I-L-A-N-O. If you're someone looking for gifts this year, we'd love to invite you to support these wonderful people on our platform. Now let's get back to the episode. Can you tell me a little bit about the prints? So you've got the prints. I mean, I know, but I want the listeners um, to know what you have available. Yeah. Yeah. So I have prints. And um, if you're watching the video, you can see behind me, this is one of the prints. Um, I like that they're they're square. Yeah, they're square. They're um, a couple couple sizes, 8 by 8, 10 by 10, and 8 by 10, I think is what I have up. You can go to epicbones.com to check that out. Um, And it's just so, so fun to have these images on the wall because they're at my desk. So every day I see this reminder on my wall of who I want to become, you know, who I want to be. And it's just, it really helps. Like I have- And what you've gone through as well. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And the people who have bought the prints have said the same thing that they have them, you know, in their home office or in the wall that they pass all the time. And it's just this uplifting, positive energy reminder of like, yes, I can do this. I can keep going, you know, and um, Mm -hmm. it just helps us kind of stay present with our, our goals when we have something visually that we can see every day. So I have the prints. I have journals as well. They're blank journals. So they have my images on the front. Oh, and do you that's have really one? fun. 
What's that? Do you have one I can have a look at? Oh, I it's do. Handy? It's not handy at the moment, but oh, um... don't worry, don't worry if it's not handy. <laughs> Sorry, I should. Like, journals are journals are. I you know it's so nice to get something unique a journal because we're always writing. I mean, I write a lot. Um, I think that writing every day and just the creativity, like what happens to us as adults, it's school happens and then it's all over. We literally stop unless you are in a creative field. You don't go anywhere near anything creative after that. And then you think what you just produced because you set that time aside. Can you imagine how many people have some kind of creativity that they could unleash it's it's so easy it's so easy to let it pass by because no matter Mm -hmm. what you have going on in your life you know it can it just takes over and this word that I have in my head all the time is extraordinary and I break it down to extra ordinary and it is extra what I'm doing it's Mm -hmm. not required Mm-hmm. It's extra work, but it is something that I just need to feel this purpose in my life. And because it's extra, that means I have to push harder to create boundaries and keep that top of mind every day, even if it's just working on it five minutes that day. It's extra, but it's important. And I think a lot of us let that, you know, we look at that word extra and we feel guilty sometimes we don't want to take that time for ourselves. You know, we feel like we're not doing enough for others. You know, we feel selfish. And you know, all these things have gone through my mind, you know, I see how hard my husband is working. And I feel bad taking this time for myself. And I've even talked to him about that and said, I feel guilty working on my epic bone stuff. And he says, I am so inspired by watching you do this. And you are so much happier when you get to work on that project every day, even if it's just for a little bit. So I want you to do it. (laughs) You know, I don't want a difference, right? Yeah. Like he can tell that I have this light in my eyes and I come out of my room and I'm just excited about life. You know, who wouldn't want that for their loved one? You know, so it's really just turning the tables on what that extra is for you and changing that that phrasing and what it means to you I think and that's awesome that you have both kind of had the tables turned to you we all know about it but when you're actually doing it it's completely different I mean it's like with everything it's just um but that's amazing that he's so supportive Because also the females, we have to get so much better at that not feeling guilty. And Mm -hmm. maybe men have it as well. But I think females definitely have that a lot. Um, I think we do. I think we have it more. (laughs) Oh, we have it so much more. But it's, you know, it's built into from society and what, you know, what used to happen. And we are here changing things. Changing things up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's generations of conditioning. Yeah. Um, But yeah, but I've also realized during this journey, I always thought that time was the reason that I couldn't do this stuff. I couldn't do this extra ordinary work. 
It's because I don't have time. That's the story I always told myself. Mm-hmm. And lately this year, I've realized, oh my gosh, it's not time. It's not time. Time does not exist. It's because I didn't have clarity. That's why I wasn't doing it because I was overwhelmed by all the different ideas that I had. And the only way you can find clarity is by taking action. And that's what started in January with these drawings. I just jumped off that cliff and went all in, in this one direction and just said, I'm going to trust that this thing, whatever it is, is going to lead me to where I need to go. And it doesn't matter what idea I pick because they're all going to lead to the same place. So I really took that pressure off Mm -hmm. and said, anything I pick is going to lead me there. It doesn't matter. Like it's all going to the same place. So just jump in and don't change your idea. Just stick with it. Don't change it. Uh, I think that's yes. where we get into <laughs> trouble. Mm. We don't give it a chance. And no. I think we, when people make these goals, they give up too early. And that's where the confusion comes back. And that clarity really came from digging my heels into the ground, putting that stake in the ground and saying, I am doing this style I'm going to do black and white. I'm going to do one character. It's going to be about this theme and I'm going to do it for 100 days. And I don't care if I like it. I don't care if it goes anywhere, but I know that this is going to lead me somewhere that I'm curious about. And I'm going to follow that for a little while. Oh, that's good parameters. It's it's doable, but you still have to push yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where the magic comes is having that clarity and that laser focus on this one simple thing and giving it a chance and giving it the space to unfold. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's not about having enough time. It's just not because I did this in maybe 20 minutes a day. I built this entire that is business. Unbelievable. That's I unbelievable. created this affirmation deck, which I'm holding here. It is so beautiful. Minutes. It's, it has gold around the edges, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Look at this shiny gold. How fun is that? Do you ship overseas? Because I'm going to buy some. (laughs) I am. I actually sold out of my You sold out already. I did. (laughs) I'm getting more at the end of this month. So I'll have them soon. But um, this is the box for the affirmation deck. And this was all just like, you know, tiny steps every day. I didn't know how to format these cards I had never learned about bleed lines I didn't know any of this graphic design stuff I didn't know how to do any of this I didn't know how to buy a barcode you know all this stuff I had to look up once I got to that step and I would just take it one thing at a time and slowly it got done so it's really not about time and I think we need to look at that if we're using that as our reason why we can't do this yeah it's an excuse yes I always feel like we have this um, maybe three or four foot kind of invisible wall around us that we put around us. And then we say, oh, we don't have enough money. We don't have enough time. We don't have this. Oh, I can't do that because of this. So we don't have to do it. But isn't it weird? Because if we do it, that's where the freedom comes in. Mm -hmm. And it's moving through. You know what I think it is? we have to take different actions to do to get to a different place, which you know, and 
that uncomfortable feeling just does not feel good. The sick feeling in your stomach, the butterflies, the head spinning around a million times going, what are you doing? That having to work through that, I think most people would have to work through that to get to what they want to do because we're so conditioned to do something or to be something. We, just like you said with your identity, Mm -hmm. you know, you went into a depression and people do go into depression all the time because they, I think people lose themselves. They completely lose themselves and they're like, who am I even? Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And uh, that reminds me of one of the crucial books that I read this year was Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Dr. Joe Dispenza, he's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This book changed everything for me. And he talks about that, that you have to take new action and take steps that would represent this future vision that you're holding for yourself if you want to get new results. Like, how can we expect to become something new if we're just doing what we did yesterday? You know, that's that's crazy. Like, that's ridiculous it doesn't make any sense if you're just living the past every day Mm -hmm. based on what you did yesterday you know if I don't make a drawing a day how am I going to get to be a creative person that has a thriving business yeah how does anyone get to do anything exactly and uh, you know there is this pressure and and this is the other thing is people don't often see everything you know people would look at your website they'll look at your work and be like oh she's amazing oh there's no way I could do something like that they don't have your backstory and this is what happens with social media is you know people get this picture of what this perfection is or you know something like that and then they just think oh then the comparison kicks in and then they're like oh I can't oh no I wouldn't be able to and they literally give up but instead, if they just questioned it and, and asked, well, what if I gave it a go? Because I think there's that halo effect. If you are around something, if you're reading lots of stuff and you're feeling really pumped up and energized, it still doesn't, doesn't match the action at all. Yeah. Like driving. Yeah. You, can't, you can't say, yeah, I know how to drive because the experience of learning to drive And so why do we not give ourselves the grace to learn things? And it's not even failure. It's so weird. We're so harsh um, to be something. But the the kind of journey, the discovery, I don't even want to call it messing up. It's like the discovery of something because, like you said, if you're going down a certain way, you could then discover something else and you would not have done that if you didn't take that action exactly yeah and you just you never know what it's going to turn into I had people in my 100 epic days program Mm -hmm. where their goal was just to take a walk around the block every day and what happens when you show up for 100 days by day 30 you're bored of taking that walk around the block and you start to you start to explore so this one person started to go to all of these different neighborhoods in her city Amazing. and explore different areas. She started to explore trails. She started to meet people on her walks. She started to 
uh, have these adventures. She would like wander this one time she wandered into this person's private farm, which she didn't realize. And then this woman <laughs> took her around on her tractor and oh, showed wow. her her farm. And now she has this beautiful memory of, you know, this crazy. I hope like, she and, documented her, you know, I mean, or well, everybody could document their hundred days. Yeah. And that's what we did actually in the challenge. I had a a thread going every day and people would post pictures of what they did, whether it was walking or meditating or painting, you know, whatever they were doing. But you just never know, like this woman who started with the walking actually started developing a love for photography because on her walks, she started to take pictures and now she has this whole new hobby of taking pictures. And we who would have thought that, yeah, like who would have thought that would have stemmed from a simple walk around the block, you know? Yeah, we limit ourselves every day. You know, it's like we need to go and live in someone else's house for a week can completely, you know, this is why if you, I think when we go on holiday, it's so nice and refreshing because it's different. It's a different environment. We're doing different things and we know we're going back to our life. but. I think, why wait for a holiday? Like, mm-hmm. why why not challenge ourselves more every day to do different things? Because we fall into, um, and I uh, to do with our brain as well, though, right? You know, it just wants to know what's going on. <laughs> it just yeah. wants everything to be safe and not, you know, no freaking out going on. But. Yeah. It, it's so amazing that you did this. And are you doing one next year, uh, the beginning of next year or something? Yes. Yeah. So I'm running the 100 Epic Days program twice a year. There's going to mm-hmm. be a winter session and a summer session. So the next mm-hmm. one coming up is in January. Mm-hmm. It starts January 19th. Okay. And um, I have, if you go to epicbones.com, there's a wait list you can get to get information about that but I'll probably open registration up in December. That's that. so exciting. Yeah, it's really cool. It's just, it's so fun to see all the variety in the group and the different yeah. the different places where people start and then mm. where it goes. You know, I've started interviewing people about their process and everyone said they would never have expected that Completely they were transformative. Being- yeah, to be led to this place on day 100, if they were to say they would be there on day one, they would say, no way. You know, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and it's just so exciting. That is so exciting. It is. And that is really fantastic that you are interviewing those people as well. Yeah. So yeah. And for myself, I mean, I would have never expected I'd make an affirmation deck. You know, if you were to talk to me in January. Really? You know, I was like recovering from having a baby. I was doing these little drawings on my iPad. I was just clawing through the day because I was so tired. If you were to tell me by the end of this year, I'd have a product out. I would say, uh, I don't really see that happening. <laughs> right. And a beautiful product. And when do you think it's going to be back in stock? In a couple of weeks. Yeah. At the oh, end of, thank goodness. at the end of November. Yeah. Because I think they would be such a beautiful gift to give somebody. Yes. Yeah. I'm really, you know, fingers crossed. It'll get to me in time for the holiday rush. So I've yeah. been promised the end of November. So I'll have that information. There's a wait list on my website, epicbones.com. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. If you go to the pre-order page, there's a wait list to get notified when they're back in stock if you want to check that out. Perfect. And last question. I love the name Epic Bones. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes. Yeah. So Epic Bones is, I was thinking about, you know, our being, this vessel, this person that we all are. And we're all walking around with just this beautiful story. And the word epic actually means a long poem, usually about um, a heroic figure. And I really took that word and said, you know what? We're all heroes of our own journey, of our own story. And we're all just watching this beautiful novel unfold, you know, throughout our lives. And Oh, what a great description that is. Yeah. And the bones part is thinking really about our physical body that is carrying this epic tale and the bones are really what's left. You know, when we die and pass on everything else returns to the earth, but our bones remain as the physical evidence of this beautiful story. So Epic Bones is kind of encapsulating this, this um, magical, you know, wonderland. it's amazing. Yeah, that we're all kind of floating through and finding ourselves and the stories that we're sharing with the world and leaving for others. Uh, It's so awesome. Now, if anybody wanted to learn how to do this kind of sketching, are you planning on anything like that to have a course around that in the future for next year or are you just going to see how everything pans out? Yeah, I'm actually not interested in teaching art, which is so funny. <laughs> because right. <laughs> I'm such a creative person. I am so excited about teaching how to overcome self-doubt mm-hmm. so that you can start your goal, whatever it is, whether it's, you know, painting, drawing, walking, you know, taking a multivitamin every day. It could be that simple. Whatever your goal is. I want to be the one that is kind of leading by example by taking on my own challenges and my own projects and sharing the strategies that have really worked for me mm-hmm. to show the world, okay, here's a way you could do it. Join me, you know, let's do it together. Uh, that's what I want to teach. That's what I want to share with the world. And it's, it makes sense, right? You've got the accountability and you have the support that really makes up a massive part of it. Yeah, And, you know, with the 100-day thing, it reminded me of um, how to do the work, the holistic psychologist. I don't know if you've read that book. And Ooh. I think she was talking, I think it was in her book, something about somebody, they'd get up in the morning and have a glass of water first thing in the morning. And I think they'd been going through some difficult time and then that just became a habit. So it is, I think people try to, take off too much in one go and then Mm -hmm. it's like that's too much but incrementally yes the compounding of then all of a sudden seeing like what I did all of this that's amazing I think it's such a great journey I think all of it is so incredible oh thank you so much I really appreciate that and thank you for uh, being here. And yeah, anybody who's listening, please go and have a look. And it, the work is really beautiful. Thank you so much, Leanne. Oh, thank you for having me and take care. <laughs> yeah, and I look forward to uh, ordering the deck when it comes back in. 
All right, I will let you know. <laughs> See you later. You've just finished listening to an episode of Rare Conversations. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd love for you to leave a review and share it with a friend who you think would be interested in this topic. And if you have a business question, please send it in to us. We may very well answer it in our next episode. So be sure to tag me on social media at Leonie Milano. The show notes and other information can be found on our website at www.leonimilano.com. Thank you again for listening and we look forward to having you back with us again soon.